Dudes to Dads is a podcast to help men understand and navigate the transition of being a single dude into a family man. How do we make sense of it all? Well, we probably won't be able to, but let's go ahead and have some fun trying. And we are back. We are back. I'm Jason Kreidman. I'm Alan Bush. And this is Dudes to Dads. How's it going today? Uh, it is going well, actually. Yeah. Quite energized. Yeah. Uh, even though it is late, as always. Right. We do these after hours. We do. Yeah. Uh, full day of work. Yeah. Uh, good, good day of full day of work. Production. Yes. <laughs> I, I, well, I felt somewhat productive. I'm always very critical of myself. So. Uh, you are. But that cause it propels you forward, I feel like. Sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> or keeps you back. One you're, of the two. You're not in my head, so you don't <laughs> okay. know. Some, sometimes it does propel me forward. I, as I uh, say on the podcast, I have to look at the total journey yes. from where maybe I was a certain time ago to where I am now. Personal Rather timelines. than just like looking at the day and go, why did I not feel like I accomplished Conquering the world today. Yeah. <laughs> How come I don't yeah. own the universe? Rome right was built in a day. It was <laughs> one day. The entire Rome was built. So, uh, yeah. So, any, some new things happening. Well, uh, my son had a birthday. Yeah. Uh, big eighth birthday. Eight. Eight's a great age. It was a Michael Jackson themed birthday. If you can it's, believe it. You know it. what's so awesome about your son? <laughs> aside from many things, I'm sure. Yeah. Uh, that he loves Michael Jackson. And uh, I like to take that pride in uh the fact of maybe where he learned that yeah yeah um yeah so we had introduced him, kids we had introduced him to that music you know some time ago mm. and um since then we've seen some concerts jackson yeah. the jackson four. Oh, really <laughs> at concert yeah we went to uh you know las vegas and saw the the show yeah. but i will tell you and i i definitely want to put a link to this persons yeah um, we had a michael jackson impersonator yeah come to the party right and no joke this guy was incredibly talented yeah like yeah. has it down yeah was did like five costume changes that's great and was so good to the kids yeah. and like just nice and i mean even his entrance was like epic yeah you know like just how he came up he spun in <laughs> just well he's in the smooth criminal outfit yeah. i mean it was and of course all the parents there were just in awe yeah they're all um, around the same generation I would totally yeah, yeah you know, everybody yeah. knows all the songs yeah. and some of the kids are like who's that you know yeah yeah just because they their parents may have not you know introduced, introduced into him. him yeah my son knows like every line we ever, that's hilarious oh it was it was just so good so and, and then the gentleman um <laughs> It's Rem J experience is his, his business. Yeah. He does this. I mean, this is what he does full time. And he came living, from LA yeah. and he just, he was so talented and yeah. so good. Um, well, the picture you showed me, he looks really authentic. Totally. Yeah. Totally. Yeah. No, the guy he looks just, the part. Yeah. I recommend, I mean, I, you know, granted this is a podcast about dads and stuff, but I, I just like, I just, I want this guy to have so much business. Like he just, <laughs> and he does, he, he, he's booked at like bigger events and mm-hmm. corporate events and things like right, that. Right. Um, but he's, he's just, he was just really made the party awesome, yeah. you know? And That's so, great. yeah, great experience. My son had a, just a, a you know, fantastic time and, <laughs> um, everybody, everybody had fun. So that, that was something new that happened. Yeah, um, yeah. how about for you? I'm good. I, I don't think anything new's happened except the amount of work I've been doing. <laughs> it's been ridiculous. I mean, it's all good stuff. I mean, you know, well, if you want something done, teaching. give it to someone who can do it, right? <laughs> right. Just keep yeah. piling okay, it on until you yeah. can't handle it. I'm going to be doing a couple of workshops for the university and I did a, a 
training for another company fairly recently. So yeah, a lot of stuff's going on, a lot of great stuff, but um, not and then you get to come here. And I get to come here. <laughs> this is my fun. So we have an interesting episode uh, called Parenting Debates to Solve Before Having a Baby. Oh, okay. So there's a lot of debates that, you know, a parent will have or different thoughts that maybe the husband versus wife will have. And so one of the things I wanted to touch on was these are things that should be discussed prior to having the baby. <laughs> Don't wait until the baby is born yeah. until you go, oh, maybe we should have thought of that. <laughs> okay. So that's the idea. This is good. This is gonna well, be good. yeah. I mean, and some of them are a, a little lot of bit funny. Yeah. Some of them are not. <laughs> okay. Um, some of them get to downright serious. Okay. Um, I don't want to spark any arguments. So if you guys do have arguments over these things, don't come to me. Right. Don't, but don't blame. I'm just telling you what you should discuss prior to, to not take responsibility. Right. <laughs> some sort of disclaimer. Yeah, exactly. Um, you know, and these, uh, a lot of these appeared on uh, parents.com, which I got some of it from, but, okay. but I want to talk about some of these. So first one, uh, timing for the baby is now the right time. Sure. Believe it or not, a lot of people don't talk about that because one, they just get pregnant accidentally yeah, or yeah, that kind of thing. That happens a lot. Um, I, I think the answer to this is that there's never a perfect time. Right. <laughs> you know, so that you will debate and often debate is saying, well, you know, after I finish this or when I get to this place or when, you know, and the reality is, is that I don't think there is a perfect time. It's going to differ for everybody. Um, Dr. Alan Singer, who's a very famous uh, parenting writer and author, yeah. um, wrote creating your perfect family size. And that's what some of this article's uh, based on. Yeah. It had 92 questions to evaluate yourself and Jeez. whether the timing and all that was was right. right. So it's something that there's obviously a lot of thought that can go into that of like, am I ready yeah. to do this? Right. Uh, is this something that we both are we both ready? You know, and yeah. having that discussion. I think I'm, I agree on the there is no perfect time thing, but I also agree that you kind of have to be prepped, at least at the very least. I really want to do this. Sure. And then and then done dive in. Right. You know, that type of thing. Yeah, I think um, I, I think if if you're in two different spots, you're going to have some trouble. You right. know, it's where one is like, eh, I'm not so sure I want to do that. Yeah. And then the other one, you know, and that's an obvious thing. I For think sure. that those rates of divorce we talked about oh, right, right. when one doesn't want it yeah. or, one, you know, so you've, you've got to be on board with that. And yeah. so that's obvious. That's kind of an obvious discussion. For sure. Um, the second is the division of labor or mm-hmm. the division of duties. Now, a lot of people will say, well, we'll just all do it and we'll share and we'll do all these kinds of things. I can tell you in my house, this actually did work pretty well. Okay. At least for me. <laughs> <laughs> Can't speak for anyone else in the house. Yeah, but no. It really worked for me. No, I just, uh, basically, you know, there's bath, there's bedtime stories, there's diaper changing, there's feedings, there's all these things that can be somewhat coordinated. I mean, it can't be perfect, mm-hmm. but it can be somewhat coordinated to say, okay, I'm going to take this time. You're going to take this time. You're going to do this. I'm going to do this. And if you have a fairly organized house, that's a good way to do it. Yeah. You know, some people, the structure might kill them. Right. But for a baby, it's it's proven that structure helps. Okay. You know, it helps them fall asleep. It helps yeah. them. They're feeding. I mean, you want some sort of regularity. And the, you know, in the, in the hospital, they're going to tell you that. They're like, you should feed them at 9, 12. I mean, you know, it's a regular thing. Yeah. But then there's other people with the philosophy is just like, well, you just do what's on demand. They sleep when they want to sleep. You eat when they want to eat. So there's a little bit laissez, more laissez-faire attitude. Yeah. I always wondered that, like, and maybe you can speak to this, but like if a baby, like baby's sleeping, do you wake them up to feed them? Well, so that's uh, yeah. in, in 
I always had heard, no, never wake a sleeping <laughs> right, baby. Yeah, let them sleep. Right. Like, and try to sleep when they're sleeping. Right. <laughs> um, and I think in, for the most part, we did that. Mm. But then, you know, it depends if you're scheduling. Now, there's now there's become situations where you're like, well, we have to go to a family function. So can we just transfer them while sleeping? Mm. You know, and that becomes an issue. Or people will say, well, you know, we'll be there after our baby gets up from the nap. I mean, that's a common thing. Like that's you funny. start to, yeah. I mean, it's like traffic. You, yeah. you only make the decisions based on the traffic. You make, yeah. you end up making decisions as a parent yeah. based on the sleep pattern of the child <laughs> or the feeding pattern of yeah. the child. Yeah. So it is something that, the division of labor and the division of those duties is something that you're going to want to talk about. Like, Mm -hmm. you know, let's say the wife is breastfeeding. And that's why I said, in my case, I, uh, you know, we decided, Hey, I'm working full time. So, Two of us shouldn't be zombies, right? You know, because it's you're going to lose a lot of sleep. So on the second, our second child, especially my wife, I mean, she took she did all the feeding mm-hmm. at night, and, you know. And for her, you know, that was the time of bonding with the baby and doing that. You know, yeah, I probably missed out on some of that, but I got sleep. Right. You know, yeah, I right. mean, so right. and that necessarily wasn't as important for me to do a feeding out of a bottle, which right. I could do during the day or something like that. Yeah, for sure. But it's just coordinating with each other. It's like, okay, and then, you know, and then understanding for each other, what else do you need? Like, as an example, if the wife is up in the middle of the night, she's going to need some time to sleep. Yeah, for sure. You know, so then you're for taking sure. the other time and saying, okay, now she needs to sleep and do that. So it's coordinating that stuff rather than there being sort of this surprise of like, well, how are we going to handle it? Yeah, you for know? sure. That and that's what sense. all this is about. Of course. Um, the other, now the next thing, should you co-sleep? So co-sleeping means the baby sleeping in your bed. Oh, okay. So, and I'm not telling you whether you should or you shouldn't. Okay. It's more, make a decision. Is that something that you want to do? Yeah. You know, so, you know, both parties would probably want to be comfortable with that. And you should probably consider that before you talk, you know, before you have the child, it's like, you know, is the baby going to be in a bassinet mm-hmm. in the room? Is the baby going to be in the bed, which mm-hmm. is, you know, some, there's some Academy of Pediatrics says, don't put the baby in the bed. Yeah. So there's some, some arguments with that. Um, but you have to decide what's right for you, yeah. you know, and everyone's different with that. Um, the other is, you know, just in general, sharing your room, mm-hmm. like with our first child, you know, very uh, sort of North American, um, you know, baby is in the uh, in their own room, like, door closed, right. you know, whatever in a crib, or something. in a crib but versus our second now second child slept in our room mm. next to the bed. Oh, OK. And because yeah. feedings were way easier. You didn't have to get up. You don't have to. You yeah. Know, all kinds, of, just every everybody's it's more different. efficient. You've optimized your baby right. feedings. <laughs> I have friends where the babies were, you know, sleeping with them for much longer periods of time, even mm. a couple of years. Mm. It works for them as long as whatever works for everybody, and yeah. that's the decision you have to talk about. For sure, you know, does the husband and the wife agree? Is this is how we're going to do it? You know, um, and or, and try it. You know, and try and see if it works. Uh, you know, for me. Having the child sleep in the bed, I don't know that I would like that. Mm. That's just for me. I, I, you know, one of it being I know my children are not quiet sleepers, right? Or they move around, or whatever. And I'm a light sleeper that way, so yeah. it's like I would get no sleep. I would end up going somewhere else, right? <laughs> you yeah, know? for sure. Uh, so for me, that probably wouldn't work, right? Um, circumcision if it's a boy, yeah. So that's something to consider. Um, they say it's on a decline. The, the rate of it. Um, but for many religious or cultural reasons, you know, or they'll say, well, if dad had it, you know, they want him to look like dad. 
total personal decision. Yeah. Um, but that's probably something you should talk about if you're going to have a boy. Yeah. Because you sure. need to decide it right away when the child's <laughs> yeah, born. Yeah, you don't want to do it in the 12. Not, yeah, you're not going to want to wait. <laughs> Although I guess there are situations where you can do that. Yeah. Probably but don't want yeah, it. Yeah. The kid's I'm, not going to enjoy it. At the that video point, can see our facial expressions. <laughs> when, mm. um, but yeah, so that's something you want to talk about. You know, and if it is part of your religion or cultural, you know, aspects, you, you, you want to make that, you know, and, and then I'm guessing that the husband may have more of an opinion than the wife. Maybe not. Yeah. I mean, yeah. maybe not. No, I, I would probably agree with that. Yeah. yeah. Um, another one. Should you bank your baby's cord blood? Now, if you're not familiar with this, it's collecting stem cells. Okay. So what they do, and this is a great, you know, uh, there's so many things that are sold to you when you're about to have a baby. Would you like the umbilical right, cord? Right. Right. So within that is, and I'm, you know, I'm I'm not a doctor. I play one on the radio. <laughs> but basically, they collect stem cells and are able to potentially use that in the future. Mm-hmm. And that is the time where they're able to connect, collect it it's okay. at the time of birth, okay. like in the, you know, the umbilical cord and everything else. So they will bank it and you pay for that service. Oh, wow. So you actually pay. And we did. Yeah. We got sold. My wife's in the nur- a nurse. And so it's like, yeah, yeah of course we're going to do that. Okay. You know, um, I didn't even understand it or whatever, but she wanted to do it, you know, yeah. and then you end up paying a hundred and something dollars per year or whatever it is to bank it and yeah. actually keep it in a frozen embryotic, you know, whatever it is. Cryogenic. Yes. Whatever. Supposedly it's something that in, in the future, if you know, he needs to regenerate an arm, then maybe that we can, <laughs> we can do that. No, you severed an arm yeah. again. Right. It's like Deadpool. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, you know? Right. yeah. Well, he's got the little tiny hand. Just, <laughs> just saw that on the plane. Did so, you? <laughs> again, great, great movie. Um, well, there's a lot of research with stem cells that are being used for a lot of treatments now. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's controversial. Yeah, it's but becoming more and more, yeah. you know, r- reality. So, yeah. um, a religion. Yes. So, you know, will you teach your child about a certain religion? And so if you have two different religions in the family or you have one or is it going to be an important aspect if it's just a holiday type of thing versus going to some regular services? Yeah. You know, how do you want to do that? For and sure. sometimes um, and, I, and I've seen this with some couples, they weren't as concerned about religion until their baby was born. Hmm. And they thought, you know what? I kind of want to bring them up in this way. Yeah. And all of a sudden, religion became a little bit more important. So that is something to think about. Um, I remember in college, I was in a class in my freshman year, I think. And the um, the couple one, there was a couple in our class. But one of the girls was talking about it's kind of an emotional time where she came from like a Protestant family and he came from kind of a regular Catholic. And there was some friction with their families. And I'm going. Oh my god, that's like almost the same thing, isn't it? I didn't understand why there was such friction. My, you know, sensibilities obviously weren't as honed as they are now, right. but it, that could be an issue as yeah. you're growing up. Two families come bombarding, let alone two completely different religions. Right. So that's a whole. Well, different yeah, different thing. different holidays and different yeah, services or different sure. things. Um, you know, a lot of that I wouldn't say is worked out, but when you are getting married, yeah, you kind of consider a lot of that because right. you're thinking about children and stuff. So it is a conversation that you're going to want to have mm-hmm. if you're getting serious and you're getting married mm-hmm. because you're saying, well, if I'm going to have children, what is, what are we going to do with that? You know? Right. And right. That, that's a conversation that you're, you're going to want to have. Yeah. So. Um, this is an interesting one too. Cloth diapers versus disposables. Yeah. So disposable diapers, they, they estimate cost about 1500 to $2,000 per year Yeah. for one child. Wow. I'm going to have to say that's conservative. 
I was, was going to say, because, I mean, it depends on how much that baby unloads. I told you, about <laughs> 10 times in one day. Not a problem. Wow. You know? Um, <laughs> it's a healthy eater. Cloth diapers, 300 to $800, but a lot more maintenance. A lot more maintenance. And, and that doesn't yeah. necessarily include the washing and the cleaning and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. So that, and that could be a, you know, your, it's an environmental decision. Mm-hmm. It can be a cleanliness decision. However, I mean, there's a lot of different reasons why people will do it. I'm not here to say whether good or bad yeah, uh, or which one is better, but you've got to make that decision, yeah. you know, and I don't say you have to make that decision. It's like, it's like no, a life no. or death situation, but it is something you're going to be faced with, yeah. you know, and how do you want to do it? Now I will say people, now we went the disposable route, mm. probably just based on convenience. Right. But I thought, you know, a lot of people had said cloth diapers, um, they learn to potty train much easier and earlier because oh. they have to sit in it. <laughs> you know, they're, they're yeah. longer. It's right. like versus, you know, all these commercials for diapers, it's like they won't even know it's there, you know? And it's like <laughs> it absorbs. And it's like, well, now you want the baby to kind of know yeah, it's like, there. Because it's like cool at this all. is not comfortable. So yeah, yeah. there's there's arguments on both sides. Yeah. You know? I can see that. And for people who don't want to clean out dirty diapers. Yeah, that's no fun, but I mean, I don't know. There's something about cloth diapers diapers that's becoming more appealing to me. I mean yeah. and then I went, you know, fairly recently to a place where those villages and I imagine that's what they do. They don't put yeah, on. well, disposable diapers create a tremendous amount of waste. A lot of waste. Yeah. A lot of waste. You know, and then you talk about the diaper genie, you know? <laughs> oh, right. Yeah, the thing that sucks all the stink out of it or whatever. Oh, yeah. Well, most Did we talk about that uh, in yeah, the previous episode? Yes, Look back did. at a few episodes. I don't want to go back. Uh, <laughs> my kids are no longer in diapers. Yeah, so I don't we're, think about we're it good. Anymore. Uh, I'm past that stage. Thank goodness. <laughs> um, another thing, who will care for your child? So that is something to consider too. Like, you know, are you interested in getting a nanny? Are mm-hmm. you interested in, you know, just, you know, part-time babysitters? Uh, are you going to need that? Whether, you know, the parents are working, daycare, family members, right. those kinds of things become issues. Uh, you don't really realize that it's an issue until it, it occurs. But, you know, that, as an example, you know, costs, You know, if you have a full-time nanny or a part-time nanny, you have to, you know, and and if let's say one of the, uh, one of the people in the marriage works or both work, you have to take that in consideration because there are times depending on your pay Mm. that that may not make financial sense, you know, to hire somebody at the same time. Um, sometimes it makes emotional sense yes. where you get to get out of the house and you right. know, to do it and to, to be sane. And, and if you really enjoy your work. So those are a lot of considerations that you want to you know think about, uh, about, you know, and then who will do it. So it's not even like, do you want someone to do that? Um, but who's going to do it? Yeah. And, you know, and family that can cause, you know, a little bit of friction when you then are relying on other people to like, you know, and then they can't do it. I mean, there's yeah. all kinds of stuff that can happen. Yeah. Or there's some plus parts about that having. Oh, absolutely. Around, you know no, I mean? no, absolutely. Like, they'll be glad to in a lot of cases. So, right. Yeah. No, and you just, you want to talk about that. You mm-hmm. want to be open about it and communicate. If, if you haven't gotten the theme, it's about communication <laughs> and talking <laughs> right. about it. For sure. Um, another one, breastfeeding or formula. Mm-hmm. Um, now there are situations of course, where people don't have a choice of that because yeah. they can't, they can't breastfeed. Or whatever, um, yeah. but you know, then there's huge arguments for bonding and nutrients and lower costs. Mm-hmm. I mean, I can tell you from my own experience, a tremendous amount of lower costs. If you can I do can't it, believe how much formula it was. That's what I told you. It's, it's, it's locked up in the safe, at, you know, in behind yeah. key in the stores Maybe because like it's, the, it's like the most, formula. it's the most stolen product in a, in a, in a, because it's so, store. Expensive. 
Yeah, it's it's something. Wow. So, I mean, we used to call it, you know, the liquid gold. It's yeah. like, you know, you freeze it. Texas you know, tea. You no, know, you would, because they do extra pumping, we'd freeze it, you know, oh, put it, right. I mean, just, and it, it's, it's something that, you know, it saves a lot of money, you know, from yeah, doing if you that, can do you the know? best for you. And so you're not looking, you know, you look at, like you said, third world countries, it's like yeah. they're not, you know, buying formula left and right. right it's like right. you feed it, you know, child. But there are situations where you can't, there's situations where you have allergies, there's situations where you're alert, you know, all kinds of stuff mm-hmm. where the, or the mom can't produce the milk. That's yeah. a big thing too. Yeah. So that those are sense. all taken into consideration and you just want to be aware of that. And right. as the dad or the male, be very sensitive to it. That's the advice I can get. It's For like, sure. you know, you may have an opinion. You might want to back off a little bit on yeah, that. One. Don't fight on this one. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, if she's not feeling comfortable with doing it. Okay. Mm-hmm. If she really wants to do it. Okay. It's yeah. not, you're not the one that's being exactly. You, you know, have so much saying it before. It's like, well, that's your body. Yeah. And, you're not the one that's, um, you know, the, where the child is there all the time yep. and wanting the food. So, yep. and then you have to provide it. And there's a lot of pressure. I, 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 I sense that, from our situations and then also talking with other people that, you know, there's a lot of pressure in society too, of like, you know, women feeling like mm-hmm. they have to do something like they have to breastfeed for a certain amount of time. And, and that's unfortunate. I mean, it's supposed to be a, a positive thing. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, and that's, I think probably leads to the difficulty sometimes with production and that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. If you're stressed out, I mean, your body just shuts down for sure. You know? And that's not something you want for your child. So, right. Right. Um, so that's something. Um, and then another one is sort of the, the, the final, uh, you know, thing that you want to consider or talk about is the type of discipline that mm-hmm. you're interested in. Right. You know, for me, I went to classes. <laughs> yeah. Cause I wanted to learn this one. Sure. You know, I really had an interest in understanding it's like, how do you discipline and how do you do that? But I will tell you that, you know, the first couple of years, you're kind of just right. You're along for the ride. Sure. Not as sure. a man. I'm just saying it, both parents are yeah. sort of just like surviving. You know, I, yeah. I actually just had this conversation with somebody where, you know, from zero to three to four, and probably more three ish, but up to four, you are just trying to hang on <laughs> like the, and there's not a tremendous amount that you can do that affects things. I mean, there definitely is aspects to where you, you know, what you do affects your children. Yeah. And early on, it does affect them, but there's the ability to change stuff when you're there that early. Yeah. So it's, you know, it, and that's a hard thing to keep in mind as a dad or as a parent in general. You think it's forever. It's like, right. my child's not listening to me when they need to go to sleep. It might, it's probably not going to last forever, yeah, you know, right. but you think that it's lasting forever. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Um, so that's something, the type of discipline, you know, are you into positive reinforcement? I, I hope not into spanking, but right. you know that people are like, well, that's what my parents did and it worked, yeah. I, you know, either way, talk about it. And I do have an opinion on all that. But, no, yeah. for sure. And we've talked about it previously, yeah. you know, but the, uh, there is also like, when do you do what type yeah. of thing, you know, like what age do they start X, you know? And I think there's a, a thing that people, you know, I kind of in long line of that discipline. Right. Uh, it also may mean like when they're a teenager, are they allowed to wear makeup? It's, to- it's topics that we've talked about previously. And I think that's the kind of decisions that are going to eventually evolve. But I guess this is more about the beginning stages. Yeah. Yeah. How do you want, 
to raise your child. Right. You know, how, what is your philosophy on yeah. that? You know, Conservative, I, I, liberally. Yeah. And I, and I do suggest, you know, people will read books or go to classes and I think that's, you know, that's, that's okay. Cause you've got to see what works for you. Yeah. You know, the best thing is like, you know, what, well, what works for you and your child? It's, you know, what do you want your child to become and how do you want your relationship to be? Yeah. How do you want to treat them? Mm-hmm. You know, and there are certain types of discipline, if you call it discipline, um, that definitely have different effects, you know, and there's long-term studies of that. I mean, you can look at that stuff. So, um, you know, and that's what we talk about is, you know, empathy and discussion and all of these things that we are talking about and that we're about. Those to me are the important ones, but but you guys, you know, as, as a couple, you have to decide that what works for you. For sure. So, so these are all, you know, very, very important things. Uh, I'd like to hear some other potential, uh, you know, Areas of debate. It would be will. cool to hear from any couples out there that, that yeah. similar. Shoot issues. us an email, podcast at dudes to dads.com, yeah. uh, Twitter, dudes to dads, and Facebook, dudes, dudes to dads.com. Dads um, Five star reviews on iTunes and Stitcher. Go there and leave comments, at least subscribe and, um, and listen to our show. And then if you can give us a comment or two, even if it's just to say thanks. Yeah. Or, no, I went there. I just went there the other day and saw that we had some additional reviews. Yeah. I was going to talk to you about that. That's great. Some additional no, that's, reviews. That's really we cool. appreciate that. Yeah. Um, we, we do like to get the feedback and understand, you know, what's working and what's not working. So, you know, let us know. Like I said, shoot us an email podcast at dudes to dads.com and we will be sure to answer. Absolutely. Um, that's it. That's it for this one. That's that. That's it for this episode. We're going to be, uh, we're going to be coming back with more though. Yes. Next week. Yeah, I think so. Whew, yeah, I got to prep. <laughs> Do the stretches right now. I'm gonna b- pull a hamstring. <laughs> All pull right, a hammy. And with that, on behalf of Alan and myself, uh, have a good week. See you guys. Take care.